hello. Buongiorno. And also, welcome. And also, the theme song. Podcast. Yeah, we're still getting started Watching old shows and ragging on them Big Mike and it's Derek Talking about freaking wrestling We know how this whole thing goes Sometimes we go to the shows Get ready for the podcast Cause we're gonna get started now Wow, great song. That song came to us from Ludwig von Beethoven, believe it or not. Let's get this over. <laughs> Let's get this over? Oh, you yeah. can't get this pay-per-view over, buddy. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yes, welcome to the Devoid Wrestling Podcast. Um, another review this week. And just, you know, with a with a banging wrestlemania on the horizon we had to accompany it by watching a different banging wrestlemania which is why live from atlanta georgia we have wrestlemania 27 this was of course in the year of our lord 2011 this featured many matches that we will talk about briefly mm. but talk about them nonetheless micah this was your out period right yes you like weren't watching at all at this time nope pretty glad too <laughs> <laughs> this was a weird time period because like the biggest thing in wrestling in the past year there are two things in wrestling that were the biggest thing in wrestling in the past year in WWE, which was Shawn Michaels retiring and then all the Nexus stuff. But all the Nexus stuff was, like, finished by the time this was over. Kind of technically, we'll get to that, too. But, like, it was just, like, nothing fell actually big, especially with what this mania was actually setting up. Well, the main event did feel big. It it did feel big, but, like, it felt a lot bigger in 2011. Look back at it now, it's, like, really? John Cena versus The Miz? Yeah. Yeah. You want to get to it? Sure. Um, Before we get that, this was a attendance of 71,617 PP people on April 3rd, 2011. Uh, uh, just over a million people bought this. Uh, had the tagline, the biggest WrestleMania ever. Ever. <laughs> Which, you know, sure. Uh, if that's what you want to do that. Um, the Georgia Zone in Atlanta, home of the Hawks, I want to say. Yeah, that's yeah, that's their football team, right? That's close. Oh, wait, you're so the close. The Hawks is basketball. Oh, 
Then what's f- oh the football's the Falcons? I know that one. Haha. Yeah. Uh, I had to look this up. I uh, around the same time the competition uh, was TNA. Uh, and the, <laughs> the pay per view that, <laughs> that they did around this time was Lockdown 2011. Derek, do you want to guess the main event of that? The main event of Lockdown? Yeah. Oh, man. It was Sting versus somebody. No. It was uh, Fortune uh, defeating Immortal in a lethal Lockdown match. Oh, right. Well, I mean, that is Sting versus somebody. It's just Sting and a lot of other people versus nope, a lot of it's, other people. It's Chris, Christopher Daniels, James Storm, Kazarian, Robert, and Robert Roode defeating Abyss, Bully Ray, Matt Hardy, and Ric Flair. So Sting must have been defending the title then. Yes, yeah, Sting defeated Mr. Anderson and RVD in a, in a steel cage match. Uh, there is right. Jeff Jarrett with Karen Jarrett. Defeating Kurt Angle mm-hmm. in a ultra male rules two out of three steel cage match. Huh? It's a two out of three falls match. So, but what was it called again? Ultra male rules. You said Jeff Jarrett was in this one, right? Yeah. He won. Yeah. Um, no, Mickey James no. defeated Madison Rain. Those are both people we saw. Live. Live. Ink, 11 years later. Ink, ink, ink. <laughs> yep. Defeated the British Invasion, Crimson mm-hmm. and Scott Steiner, and Eric Young and Orlando Jordan. Sure. Max Bach defeated <laughs> Amazing Red... <laughs> Brian Kendrick, Chris Sabin, Jay Lethal, Jeremy Book, and Ravi E in an Xscape match. Oh, is that the is that the red cage where you have um, to like climb um, out of the top of the cage? Derek, this was my out period, and I, I, <laughs> I literally that was the first time I've ever looked at that card. Mm. Well, this was also around the time in TNA of another infamous uh, event because March 2011, I believe, was when Victory Road took place. So a great period for wrestling overall. Yeah, but this started off with a, with a question. Or more What's of that? a statement? More of a... In like introspective interrogative statement. I think it's it's a I think it's a it's a hypothetical, right? Because it's if you smell what the rock is cooking. It's an introspective clause. It's a, the the introspective clause. Okay. That's like Santa Claus. brother who went to college. <laughs> yeah. The rock came out and uh he made fun of John Cena, which he had been doing for the past month and a half. I like, as a child, I was like, oh my God, it's The Rock. It's John Cena. They're doing the thing. But like, it sure was just The Rock being like, ha ha, John Cena bad. Fruity pebbles. Ha ha ha. Insert gay joke that I shouldn't be making. Literally. <laughs> and then the first match happened, which is Edge versus Alberto Del Rio, which in historical context, is a weird match. 
Mm-hmm. It's a very weird match. Yeah. Um. This match. The thing is, is that like he's not a bad wrestler. Like you can't like all of his personal problems. He's not bad at wrestling. Like he's not an awful wrestler. I'll say that. I'm not saying, but like, he's he's not, not, I'm not saying he's Ric Flair or anything. But he's like, not very exciting in the ring. That's Del Rio's problem. Is well, that, that, that arm breaker isn't very like the RKO you can hit out of nowhere. You're not hitting a right. cross arm breaker out of nowhere. Also, like it's believable for Ronda Rousey's finishing move to be like an arm bar. It makes sense when Becky Lynch does it. It didn't really click for me with Del Rio. Doing the like an was, bar. that he did was like looked legit. That that should have been his like permanent finisher, the Enziguri, the one he won the US title with from John Cena. The one that he won the WWE title with later yeah. this year. Yeah. That should have been his finisher. Not the ar- not an arm bar, not whatever that fucking thing was, the corner. Jesus Christ. Derek and I talk about that a lot. It's it's the second worst move in wrestling because it makes no sense. After the six one nine. No, after the after the I will always say this the worst the worst move in wrestling. It's no, you know when there's an opponent laying on the ground and someone grabs oh, yeah, the their catapult. legs. The catapult. the catapult, stupidest fucking move in wrestling. It makes I don't know. no you, sense. You really That's not how physics works. Do you really have convinced me that the Irish whip is bad? <laughs> it. I mean, it's also a bad move for the same reason that the catapult's bad. That's not how science works. Well, like you can throw a small child. Yeah, but the small child is not going to run and then have the wherewithal to turn around, hit their back to the ropes, and then continue running. Anyway. Yeah, it does make more sense with, like, the the pack push you into the ropes when your back is to me. Anyways, there was also a match involved in uh, in this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was, like, Brodus Clay shit that was going on, because NXT 0.0? Uh... NXT negative 0. 0.0. It that was NXT 0. 0.0. Point, uh, point two because it was season two, but point yeah. one that was beta. That was NXT in beta. Right, not as rare, but you know, right. Get some good cards out of the set. <laughs> the a spear edge of spear is still fucking weird. It's it's edge has had a lot better finishing moves, and I actually honestly hope. Because he hasn't wrestled yet in this new heel character. I hope he switches it up. As of time of recording. As of time of recording. Well, probably he won't do it till Mania. So, yeah, I don't think he'll have a match on Raw unless he's actually just like, I'm just going to be our truth. Why not? Um, And then Edge, like, does the heel thing after the match, which is weird. Mm hmm. Like, this is Edge's last match for almost a decade. Right. It This really makes me think that they were going to go in the direction of Edge versus Christian. Because they're sort of teasing the heel Edge. Christian's with him, which was, like, kind of weird at the time because Christian and Edge hadn't really been doing stuff together mm-hmm. on screen in that, that point in SmackDown. So it kind of makes sense that like maybe they wanted Edge versus Christian to be a big world heavyweight championship feud. 
And it would have been, I think. Micah, how do you rate this match? This match is a solid, a very solid 1.75 out of 4. This match, I give it a, a nice, even 3 out of 5. It's a good match. Edge and Del Rio are both serviceable wrestlers that put on a world championship match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Homelander versus Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have... Um, the rumored to be signed to WWE now again currently. No, the dirt sheets lie. The well, that's why I said rumored. The rumored they're, they're to be signed. They're I lying. mean, it's. So, I hope it, I can't wait for literally everybody in WWE who has been shitting on Cody just be like, "It's really brave of Cody to like do insert thing." <laughs> It is, you know, normally in WWE, it's like, why do baby faces have no friends? I think Cody Rhodes is the baby face where it makes sense why he has no friends. I love him. Um, <laughs> we're going to get married. Anyway, baby face he is not, as Cody Rhodes is coming out here after being injured by Rey Mysterio. And this is the beginning of his amazing heel work with the clear mask. And he started backing everyone up uh, and just the evolution from dashing to this was great to see. And I'm glad it got more than one WrestleMania showcase because the match with the big show happened the next year. What do you think of this match, Micah? This match is real good. Like match of the night. Yeah, I'd say so. Like, uh, yeah. Match of the night. Technically. It's it's one of two matches that I remember from this show because it was a good match and not because of some other bullshit. Yeah. Um it's really weird, like the evolution of Cody Rhodes from like mm. really green to immediately being a heel. And like maybe right. the reason that he didn't work in AEW is because he doesn't work as a face. For very long, because he was the because even in the Dustin Rhodes match, he was a he was a heel in that match, right? And then somehow well, he became babyface. Well, like, and I I love and hate to make the comparison, but it's kind of the Cena dilemma, where you want someone who's gonna be like a face of the company, big babyface, and. All the times where you think it would be good for the character to lose here, like I'd say 60% of the time, at least, Cody won anyways. But and a lot of did Cody's lose a lot. He that's why I said 60% of the time. But it always felt like the times where more than the other times Cody Rhodes should have lost, he didn't. And I think that's what harmed him in the fans' eyes in AEW. So you're saying that he shouldn't have been a three-time TNT champion? Yeah. I'm absolutely saying that Cody Rhodes should not have been a three-time TNT champion. Because the two of those raids were win it from someone, hold it for a month, and then lose it back to that person. I no. don't think that... I no. think if they thought that he was going to leave, they wouldn't have put the title on him. 
I I agree to you. I agree to you that if they thought he was going to leave, that they wouldn't have put the title on him. But my argument is uh, they just didn't think he would leave because Cody Rhodes leaving AEW sound. That's why they put the belt on Scorpio Sky because Sammy Guevara still has video packages of winning it from Cody. They can't say that. <laughs> That's fair. Well, also, I think I think the story with Scorpio Sky was planned for Cody. I think Sam. I think Cody was just supposed to keep being TNT champion and lose it to Scorpio Sky. Maybe. But that's not the match we're talking about here. We're talking about Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but Cody versus Sammy in the latter match is way better. <laughs> it is. That's that's the match of the night. Is Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara in a ladder match? <laughs> in the ladder match, four to four. Uh Derek, what do you rate this out of a Dave Meltzer five? I give this out of a WrestleRex five. I give this a four stars. This is a solid three out of four. It's a it's a good match. It's a it's. It's literally the most underrated match in 2011. Just because there's one match in 2011 that, like, is the best match of 2011. No, not even close. There's a way more underrated match in 2011. In WWE? Yes. That's what I meant. Yes. match? The Triple Threat Steel Cage at Hell in a Cell. Oh, I have to go. I was going to go back and watch it. I'll have to. I don't remember much of it, so I'll have to go back and watch it. I won't spoil it. I mean, and that's the one where Punk wins for his over-year-long title reign, right? No. No? Okay, then I'll have to go back and watch it. You sure will? Yeah. Co- uh, Cody won, by the way. Yes, Cody Rhodes wins. Lol. See, Lol. this is what I mean. Anyway. <laughs> WWE getting all these AEW stars. They need to build their own stars. <laughs> God, literally, yeah. Look, next match, the big show. Yeah. Uh, politician, AEW, TNA, WWE, and versus. Oh. Versus retired. So this impact. is not. This is not the core. This, this is not this, no, is this is not this is the core, but this is not the apple. No, this is not the apple. Thank you for making the distinction. The apple was on a random episode of Raw and involved Daniel Bryan. I I just saw Santino Morella. I'm real sorry about that, Derek. <laughs> it's okay. No, this is uh this is Big Show Kane, Kofi, and Santino versus the core, Ezekiel Jackson. Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, and Wade Barrett. I think this is... There's a lot of matches where, like, a good percent of the people in the matches aren't wrestling anymore. There's eight people in this match. One of them is still wrestling. <laughs> at, like, One, a consistent two. basis. Wait, wrestling isn't in the company? Oh, two. Two. Because I forget about... Kofi. No, I, no, Heath is the one I forgot about. Justin Gabriel, which is funny. DJ Black is is in Ring of Honor. I'm no one's in Ring of Honor legally. No, legally people are in Ring of Honor because now it exists. Well, yeah, but they don't have any wrestler contracts because they got that's, rid of them all before they fair. sold Tony. 
The next, uh, I, I gave uh, this match <laughs> in like a second. Yeah. Fuck. Literally zero out of four. This match literally did not need to happen. I'm, you know, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. I have given zeros, or I've given ones, but I think this deserves a specificity because of its short length. This match is a dud. It's just, I don't Nothing. understand. Like the wrong team won too. The wrong team won in less than two minutes. Like yeah. I know I just watched Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs beat the Usos, but come on. Uh, the next match is Orton versus Punk. So, like, yeah, the Nexus does kind of still exist, and it kind of just exists around CM Punk. Yeah. Which, like, felt like a big deal when it started, but by this point, it was like, okay, it's just CM Punk is getting over, and, like, the people in the new Nexus don't really matter that much when i look back at randy orton's like when randy orton's character was oh he's a little crazy like i think i look back on it fonder than i do for me it came across cringe in this match when those moments did come up especially with the finish where he's like oh i'm angry i'm gonna punt like it's like he does a pose and that's what changed his demeanor it's very WWE. It's very... It, yeah, sure is very WWE, huh? <laughs> yeah, it sure fucking is. Jesus Christ. Micah, do you have any thoughts about CM Punk versus Randy Orton? They really tried to make the punt a thing. They really did. And like, it was at this point, because in kayfabe, every time Orton punted someone, they were gone for a little bit. Yeah. I liked it was interesting the way CM Punk sort of avoided the RKO and immediately like ran out of the ring as quick as he could. I can't think of any other n important notes about Randy Orton versus CM Punk. Yeah. One and a half out of four. Two, two out of four. Whatever. Two out of four. Who cares? This this match also gets a, a good even solid three out of five. Inoffensive, but not bad. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> to contrast that, offensive and bad. <laughs> Who wants to talk about this? Should I? Okay, actually, I do. I I did have something I wanted to say about the beginning of this because this is Michael Cole comes out and he is a heel and. Michael Cole cuts what I believe to be the prototype of an MJF promo. Because something that hasn't really been seen in like modern wrestling until MJF came along and sort of brought it back was like very non-ashamedly just shitting on everyone around you. And while unbearable, Michael Cole comes out and just shits on everyone that he can see. And it's not good, but it did feel familiar having watched a lot of MJF recently. 
Am I crazy, Micah? Is that a crazy thing I just said? Yes, that is insane. Okay. Do you at least see where I'm coming from or no? Yes. Okay. And then Jack Swagger comes out because he's Michael Cole's friend. And Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. And I think he might have actually been trying to hit Jack Swagger with his ATV because he literally revs it at like 30 miles an hour directly towards Jack Swagger. Um, and yeah, and then Jerry Lawler comes out. The match is 13 minutes long. Yeah. 13 minutes, 45 seconds. The world title match was shorter than this match. Which is a problem. Which is a problem. Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio was shorter than this match. I just... It's bad. It's... It's a whole match, right? So the match itself is bad. They do the finish. They do the finish. They do the celebrating. And then it gets worse because they decide... Actually, what you just saw didn't happen. Michael Cole won the match. So, like, legally, in the record book, Michael Cole wins via disqualification. But it's just wrong. Let's... This is a... Negative three out of four. My... my, hmm. Uh, Yeah, I... It's... I gave my first ever dud. I think this is my first ever minus... Five stars. This match sucks. If I ever have to watch this WrestleMania again, I'm skipping that match. There's a good match after this. Finally, fuck. Yeah, fu- finally, fuck. Finally, fuck. We get the working the the, the working title of suddenly Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the streak. The Undertaker, the last outlaw, taking on the game Triple H, who obviously comes out with a much too elaborate entrance for like before his theme song plays. It's kind of tame comparatively. It is, but do you ever notice how it's like he doesn't actually make his entrance to the cool entrance? He makes his entrance to the entrance way with the big entrance and then it's just blackout triple h's music plays yeah they both didn't enter to like the right theme either (laughs) yeah well so like in peacock right because i haven't watched this pay-per-view in a while but uh one of my favorite sort of hidden gem themes is ain't no grave by johnny cash which is what the undertaker comes out to here except on peacock it's dubbed over, so it's just the Undertaker's theme song. I have the DVD because I hate everything. <laughs> and yeah, so Peacock ruined that moment of Johnny Cash. I was like, oh yeah, this is the one where he comes out to Johnny Cash. It's not on Peacock. No whole This match is only notable because Triple H goes ham with chair shots. Yeah. Yeah, this match is like, this was 
this and end of an era, I think were great ways to sort of hide that the Undertaker's ability in ring was like catching up with his age finally. Like, I think matches like these were a great way of hiding it. Insane that at part-timer status, the Triple H was taking that back body drop bump off of the table onto the ground. Yeah. That was kind of insane for me to see. Because, like, Triple H just wasn't really wrestling full-time anymore at this point. Uh, Let's see. I... We had this conversation the other day. I think their match at Mania 28 is better than this one. Not by a lot, but, like, I know. I just, it's weird watching them both in hindsight <sighs> and watching the one you like not as much as the other one because you're like, this is great. I really should go and watch their other match, though. That's how it feels for me, though. How does it feel for you? It's weird because you're used to watching them like be good, but like they're both like working around limitations for whatever reason. And the, it's very like The Undertaker. This played into the story for the next match, but The Undertaker couldn't walk out of this match after it happened. He had to like be brought to the back. So it's always interesting how matches like No Holds Barred matches actually help older wrestlers because they don't have to do a bunch of like suplex spots they can just sort of do weapon shots but they certainly didn't do that and this match certainly was half an hour long yeah like most triple h matches this went on for 15 minutes too long <laughs> yeah trip uh triple h quite literally i always think you can see so much of Triple H in NXT TakeOver matches because, like, in main event TakeOver matches, they, like, they went long. And usually for a good reason, too. But you can see that in Triple H matches, they go really long. And Undertaker matches aren't known to go super quickly either, especially at WrestleMania. So, literally... Literally, I think, longer than the next two longest matches on the show combined. Yeah. But I didn't uh, care that much. But I didn't care that much. Uh, like, barely, though. Right. Like, no, not even. No, it's like, it's literally like, it's just less. It's like 20 seconds less. Right. Um, But yeah, um, 2.75 out of 4. I gave this a good crisp three and a half out of five stars. Up next, you might call it a piss break match, but I call it fun. Um, it's John Morrison, Snooky, and Trish Stratus versus Dolph Ziggler and Delay Cool. You thought Dolph Ziggler was uh, was doing weird shit now. 2011, he was all over the fucking place. So, there was an interesting feeling that I had before this match, because the last full pay-per-view I've watched through was AEW Revolution. And the six-person tag match before the main event was one of the matches that I thought was going to be a piss break and ended up being one of the best matches of the night. But to be fair, all of the matches were almost the best match of the night at Revolution. 
But so I was like, maybe this is going to be a hidden gem, an underrated classic, a surprising good performance from Snooki. I'm too hopeful all of the time. I'm too optimistic. This sucks. Hey, Snooki did that cartwheel thing, and that's pretty sick. Yeah. It was, it was, this was a segment that was called the match, honestly, just because of its length. Like, it was so short. And, like, yeah, it was Snooki. This is a really indicative uh, match of 2011, where, like, it has the potential to be mainstream. But it's just bad. So like WWE is is still promoting it, but like fans are just like, no, not this one. Right. Because it's uh, also yeah, even sorry. in 2011, The Rock was not yet to where he is now. I think in like 20, I think in like 2013, 14 is when like The Rock started to is like the when The Rock truly clicked as like the biggest movie star in the world. I think he was right. definitely famous. Yeah. But it truly hadn't clicked yet. This was also right at the end of when they finally chilled on the, like, raw guest host stuff. Because, like, Pee Wee Herman was on this show in a backstage segment with The Rock. And Snoop Dogg. And Snoop Dogg. There's just lots of cameos randomly throughout the show that didn't really mean much. That really feels like either a 2009 to 2011 episode of Raw or a Legends Night where there's just a bunch of random appearances. Yeah, the Boogeyman didn't show up, so it wasn't a Legends Night. <laughs> right, of course. Um, Yeah, this match, one out of four. Who cares? I, uh, yeah, I gave this a 0.25 out of four. Because it's all leading up to the main event and one of the best video packages WWE has ever produced. Sorry, my computer was having difficulties. <laughs> what a throwback shit. Yeah, right? That hasn't we haven't said that in a while. Uh let's talk about the main event. Ah, uh, yes. Match of the night, I think nobody would say. Yeah, yeah. One person would say, and that's the Miz. That's you know, that's probably fair. Do you think the Miz wouldn't like Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio better? Uh hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this match, great video package. Uh, Amazing video package. One of the, one of the best of 2011. One of the best. Mm-mm. Period. No, for, for WWE, for WWE at the least, in terms of video packages, it's one of their best. Well, most good video packages come from WWE. I mean, that's true. They are insanely good at them. As it's the here. only thing that they have been consistently good at and have gotten better at. And it's like really obvious here when they had this amazing video package for John Cena versus The Miz. Yes. Well, they had one for John Cena and The Miz. Right. Because <laughs> I think this might be the first time that they've actually like <laughs> used religion in a video package. <laughs> Because they use that in the John Cena one, and it's real weird. It's an interesting route to take when, like, this is the peak of them trying to PG up their product. Yeah, because, like, there's the there's the gospel choir. Then right. there's there's the John Cena video package that's talking, that's, like, 
calling him Jesus? So, so the match. <laughs> yeah, there was one, right? Yeah, there was a match here. One of them. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Well, it was legally a match. It was like, it, it was, was okay. Matches. It was Not okay. It was technically two matches. Yeah. It was okay until the botch, obviously. It, I, it wasn't a botch, though. I mean, it was a botch because the Miz wasn't supposed to hit his entire head on the floor and get concussed. That's not a botch, though. That's just a that's a before, miscalculation. Yeah, before the injury, yeah, it was an okay match, and afterwards it was less than okay. Yeah. Um. It's no. It's yeah, no, the, the main event of WrestleMania ending with a double countout kind of seems better than. Then the restarted match. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, like, just because I don't want the Miz winning the main event of WrestleMania. I don't want him getting the pinfall victory. Over John Cena. Yeah. In the main event of WrestleMania. People paid $65 for that. I, I have never paid that much for this show, and I never will. I feel bad paying for Peacock and then watching this show. <laughs> I want my money back for WrestleMania 27. I feel bad buying a, D- a DVD. <laughs> that that came with the DVD I bought too. Like it was <laughs> attached to because I bought it at FYE. Oh, right. FYE is cool like that, I guess. I guess so. You know, this match was, it was okay. It was no LT Bam Bam, but... It was a good main event for WrestleMania. No. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not the worst that WrestleMania's had. That's not saying a lot. And it's, like, certainly certainly for what WWE had to work with at the time. I'd say this is bottom five worst. It's, I mean, it's still not terrible, which is important to know. It's not yes. terrible. But, like, but if people can shit on the Revolution 2021 finish, then I can <laughs> yeah. shit on this. Yeah, no, that's Because this was it. planned. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it was supposed <laughs> to happen. <laughs> At least AW has the excuse of, like, that's not how it was supposed to go. This right. is what was supposed to happen. This, this, this was WWE's plan. Yeah. Um, one out of four. I give this a 2.5 out of 5 stars. Wow. Hey, Derek, do you want to hear Melter's ratings for all of these? I would love to hear what Dave Melter thinks of this show. All right. We probably have so much in common. Edge versus Alberto Del Rio, 3.5 stars. Huh. Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio, 3 stars. Wrong. No way is that match worse than Edge versus Alberto Del Rio. Wade Baird, Heath Slater, Justin Gabriel, and Ezekiel Jackson versus Kane, Santino Morella, Kofi Kingston, and The Big Show. Half a star. Fuck. <laughs> CM Punk versus Randy Orton. Three stars. Jeez. They've Jerry Lawler though. versus Michael Cole. One star. Damn, it's not even the lowest rated match of the night. Triple H versus Undertaker, four and a half stars. 
damn. Gee, it got that high of a rating? Shit. Right? Morrison, Trish, and Snooki versus Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool. One star. Shit. John Cena versus The Miz. One and a quarter star. <laughs> My god. That's the main event of WrestleMania. Is that the lowest rated main event of WrestleMania? Or is Hogan Yokozuna rated worse? I, I don't know. If you know, let us know in the comments. That's another show. <laughs> there was a double count out because John Cena clotheslined the Miz over the barricade. Double mm. count out. The Rock comes out, says, uh-uh. Restarts the match with no DQs. Then rock bottom is John Cena for the Miz to pin. There you go. Now, God, you ever love you love when the WrestleMania main event sets up a next another pay per view, and and another one, <laughs> and, and another <laughs> sets up two, uh, sets up three really because it sets up Survivor Series 2011, WrestleMania yeah. 28, <laughs> Mania 29. Uh. Christ. I just also sets up Raw 1000. Can I say storytelling? Like, <laughs> I will I will say this right now, and I think this might be a hot take. Because it was big at the time. The Rock Cena rivalry sucks. I said it. The Rock Cena rivalry sucks. It is so PG, it hurts. It is just ridiculously cringe honestly because yes. the word fruity pebbles is said about a million times there was that whole thing with the rock kung pao bitch kung pao there was the thing where the rock was at his house and there were like kids in john cena merch yeah kung, yeah it's 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 only notable because it's the rock and john cena every actual part of it isn't great except for maybe 28's the good match, right? It's not a good match. I watched it recently. Is it the good one, though, out of the two? Because 29, 29, The Rock gets hurt, right? Yes, but it doesn't make it good. It makes it makes 28 the better of the two. Yes, I wouldn't call I still wouldn't call it the good one. Because they're both <laughs> not good. Yeah, so there, that's my take. Not a good rivalry. It's only notable because of the because of John Cena and The Rock. Mm -hmm. What do you rate this show overall? One and a half out of four. I give this a two out of five. Let's end on a positive note. Because talking about WrestleMania 27 is fucking over. Mm -hmm. Uh what which one should we do next? You should sign up to patreon.com forward slash specifically avoid and you too can uh, tell us what we're gonna do next. Please pick a good one. I'm begging you. <laughs> Please pick a good one. Cause if you don't, I won't. <laughs> I will pick the worst one. I got one set up for next time. Oh god. <laughs> that Derek doesn't know about yet. No, I don't. I, dear God. Bye. I've Bye. been you. You've been you. Damn, that one was short. Bye. I love you.